Hey guys, welcome back to the Intern Podcast. Uh, this week we will not be having Paul with us for uh, today and the next couple weeks. We are recording just the four of us. Woo! Um, so what we're going to be doing over the next couple weeks is we're going to be covering a topic which is Jesus Loves. And the reason we're doing this is at the youth uh, starting this past Wednesday and then moving forward, we're going to be giving the lessons and that is our topic. So we're going to be talking about our struggles with preparing the lesson, how it actually went when we gave the lesson to the youth and just overall the topic so you guys can get some insight into what the youth is learning or if you are a youth member you can get a little reminder of what we talked about. So this first lesson was about Jesus Loves Children which was given by Isaiah this past Wednesday. So first question is what was the overall experience with the lesson Isaiah? Uh, like preparing for it and, and doing it? Yeah, or just doing like it? What were your overall thoughts? Did you think that it was a good lesson? Did you have some difficulties preparing and how to go with giving it? I think it, I think overall it went good. I think uh, the ways that we prepared for it and everything really helped with uh, being able to present it uh, mm -hmm. relatively well. Um, and yeah, I think overall it was good. I think there was definitely some things that like I struggled with when I was practicing it and stuff like that. You know, definitely like saying phrases over and over again. So, yeah. so you you know, guys, like you know, it's just gonna. The, I definitely did that uh, a lot, but I think I, I don't know what you guys. I think I did better when I actually presented it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I would yeah. agree with that. Yeah. I remember whenever you first started out, like you like again. There was like times, like every sentence, you would go, you know, like you know, uh, you know, and we're over here like, okay, we do know, you know. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it, it was definitely a lot better on the, the service. So I, I have a question for you, actually. Um, what do you think you could have improved on the most? That's yeah. a good question. Yeah, I mean, I think I think I could have done maybe better because I think I still repeated some stuff sometimes. So I think doing better with that and then maybe emphasizing points more. Mm. Um, I don't know. Well, it's sort of interesting because like it definitely with the practicing and when I practice it, everything, you don't really remember like what you said, yeah, if yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So mm -hmm. on, like, so when I presented the lesson, like I remember some parts of it, but if like I would have to watch it over again to yeah. really see what I would have had it done better, because it's hard to really think about exactly what I did really bad on. Mm -hmm. uh, mm. So I don't know exactly what I would do better, but I think there's definitely areas I could have improved on. But mm -hmm. I think I need, I need to watch it. Do you feel like there was a lot of growth from the first time? Like you did any like presenting at all? Like when we first started the internship? Do you feel like... I like, think so, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I wouldn't... I didn't expect that we would, you know, have to, you know, do lessons for the youth or whatever. That was... I mean, that was cool, but that was something different. And yeah, I don't think... I ha didn't have a lot of experience talking in front of people before that, so it was definitely... Especially in, like, a environment like that, I guess, you know, where you have to, like... You're talking about something in front of people, and it's not information... I mean, it is informational, but it's more of, like, you know, a, yeah. a Jesus thing. Yeah. So... I definitely didn't have a lot of experience, no. But the, the mm -hmm. preparation really did help, and everything that yeah. we did uh, leading up to that point, I think it... While, while prepping, what were some of the things that you did to prep, like, to help yourself? A lot of it was, I think, like, practicing and having you guys, like, they're watching me or whatever, and mm -hmm. then being able to do it on stage was really good because I was able to practice in, like, the environment I was going to do it in. And so mm -hmm. it's really different. It's way different when you 
go up onto like a stage or something and like say stuff than it is when you're just doing it like in your room or something. Yeah. yeah. What was the nerves like? Like I'm genuinely curious. Like <laughs> when, when you when you were like just about to go on stage, I bet like your heart like plummeted, yeah. right? It was okay. Yeah, it was so strange. Because <laughs> like part of me is weird because sometimes I don't really feel the nerves, but even though I have them. If mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. So like I was just there, and it's it it happens really quickly. So I'm just like doing I'm like you're doing worship or whatever, and I'm all mic'd up and everything, and then Paul introduces you, and you just have to go up on stage and do it or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you're just like you just really nothing you can do. You just have to go up and do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like, there's really no other choice, and you're just like okay, and then obviously yeah. So but yeah no, it's definitely nerve wracking. It's really weird being in that position. Right? Because it's like for so long, you're just there and you're just being, you're normal. You just sit down and listen and everything. But to actually like have to do the lesson and go up there and talk, you know, for like yeah. 20 yeah. minutes is really, it's a different experience for sure. Mm-hmm. No, and I, I felt bad when you gave the lesson because um, uh, for some reason we had, he had a video within the <laughs> lesson. Oh, and yeah. when the video played, for some reason, Paul had some other music on the Mac upstairs, and it played in the background. Of the <laughs> yeah, so like, yeah, yeah, like so you had, yeah, so you had the video playing, but then in the back of it, you had uh, Paul's album that he listens to of Spanish worship music, <laughs> and it was just like all of us were sitting there. We're like, what? It felt and like then, a, yeah. it felt like an upbeat, like motivational. Yeah, thing, it did. Yeah. Like, and it was really yeah, strange, go. but. For, a lot of the people in the youth, I don't think they actually realized it. But then once the video ended, for a little bit, the music was playing afterwards. So some people w- may have been like, wait, what's going on? So it was just, it's one of those things that is just, you never really know what's going to happen. And then something like that did happen. And it was just like, oh, It was so oh, well. funny, like, mixing, like, the memes with the motivational yes. music together at the same yes. time. true. Yeah. And it's in it's Spanish, true. too. Yeah, and the Spanish music. Well, it was funny because it, it sounded like something that Paul would do. So, I honestly, at first, I thought he edited the video and put the music in there. That's what I thought. So, I was like, that sounds weird, but I guess he changed it and he didn't tell yeah. me about it. So, I was like, okay. I was like, cool. And honestly, I thought it made it more funny. I'm not going to yeah, lie. I, yes. thought it, I thought it made it more funny. It was more funny at least for me watching yeah, that, but it was good for us yeah, yeah yeah it was just it's one of those things and i mean it happens on sundays or sundays sometimes with Bo, and it's happened on other wednesdays i'm sure where just technology messes up and you have errors like that true. But, hey true. you know you did a good like, job recovering and moving on past that didn't acknowledge it yeah so. Luckily, the iPad didn't die or anything. Yeah, that's true. Because yeah. <laughs> for me, the last time I practiced mine, the iPad was at 5%, so I had to rush through it <laughs> like, to make sure go, I could go. get through all the slides. But, um, What would you say was the overall message of the lesson? I want like everyone's opinion on it. Because, I mean, yes, Isaiah gave the lesson, so he's going to have a lot of insight from it. But we may have picked up something different from what he thought of with the lesson. So, who would like to go first? I would say that the biggest, obviously the biggest thing, like the major point is Jesus loves children, right? Simple, because that's what you put in the thing, (laughs) right? But I think if you want to get down deeper into the nitty-gritty, I think it was that Jesus loved children, and children have a voice. Mm -hmm. They, They have the ability to talk and influence people. And even though you're young and you have your whole life ahead of you, that doesn't mean that you can't talk to people and talk and be able to invest into people and 
spread your love to other people mm -hmm. and just because you're a kid. Yeah. So, like a part of, with me for your questions when you were talking about kind of like how like young people like how well how adults are supposed to be coming to Christ like childlike. Oh yeah, yeah. For me, it was like a good point to kind of <laughs> keep remembering because, like. I, of course, I work with kids, so I know how dependent they are and how much they need somebody, even if it isn't, like, a parent. But they, they want something, and they always want to cling to you, and they always want to be with you, even if you don't want them to be with you. And so, like, it's a good reminder for me, like, just to go to God like that. Mm -hmm. For the youth, like, they may have taken it a whole different way, but for me that was definitely, like, one of the main points. And then at the end when you said that, they're like, children are valued, it's, like, so true like a child especially because they're dependent they value their parent because they need that person mm. and so with a kid like they grow up not necessarily sometimes thinking that they do have value so it's a good like reminder that they do i think to me it was it's almost it's a really interesting lesson because uh, for us specifically, because we're at the age where we were just children, but now we're becoming adults, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. we kind of have a different insight than the youth members would and the normal congregation would. So it's really interesting because the lesson also talks about how we need to respect younger people, right? And we need to listen to their voice and make sure that they are heard. And I think it's good insight because a lot of times when you're younger, and I know I felt this way sometimes in my life, is you feel like you aren't heard or that what your opinions are don't matter as much. But for us, as we get older, we also need to accept the children and show love to them and what they think. And it's like, yeah, they may not always have the best way of doing something, but they could have a good idea and we could build off of that. Yeah. So I think it's really important to see people for people and not what their age is or their background or anything. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah no, that's really good. Yeah, I think I, I agree with all everything you guys said, yeah. And it's cool. And I think, yeah, definitely also just, focusing on you know like the fact that jesus does love children a lot mm -hmm. and that every children like all children have something special that you need to mm -hmm. basically yeah. get to god right and i think it's really cool and yeah it, i thought it was a good lesson i really i liked how it did talk about you know kids having a voice and then how they you know maybe might feel in today's world with like how they get treated and everything like that and then you know that they can make a difference in certain situations right and that uh they do have uh, the ability to, you know, do a lot of great things. So um, it was it was a cool lesson. I liked. I, I mm -hmm. definitely I definitely resonated with it, and I liked I liked doing it. It was cool. Yeah, I think one point that stuck out to me in the lesson was when you talked about the fact that because uh, the story came from Luke eighteen, which was um, the children were trying to come towards Jesus, and the disciples didn't want them to and then Jesus said let the children come to me and then said how we need to be like children to enter into the kingdom of God um but it was a really good point you had and it was one that I probably had heard from Paul but I forgot about it which was that the disciples were a lot younger than most people think and 
uh, when the disciples were with Jesus, they were in their late teens or very early 20s. And a lot of times they were portrayed to be older, like you said. Like in a lot of pictures that we see, they look like they're in their 30s or 40s in that age range because they have full beards and everything. But they were pretty young, and it's interesting to see how even in a time like that where children a lot of times weren't valued as much as they are now, where younger people were put in a position where they had a very large impact in the world. Like, they were the people with God. They were the people to give Jesus' message to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It was. it's just a... A great point overall. I mean, I just hearing that point from Isaiah, whenever he was talking about it, it just it, it kind of opens your eyes to it when you see it for the first time. Because again, whenever I first thought of it, I was thinking, oh, disciples, you know, 30, 35, 40 year olds, mm-hmm. you know, these guys that have already lived most of their life, they're going to die in the next <laughs> like five years, you know, and and then you realize, oh, wait, shoot, they're probably my age. They were probably my, they're probably spreading the gospel when they were my age following Jesus, yeah. Yeah. you know, and so that's just. It's really cool to, to hear about. So Now, just a side note for what Luke said. If you are 35 or 40, uh, we are not saying that we expect <laughs> you to die within the next yeah. four or five years. Uh, that was just what he said. We're just saying you're not yeah. the disciples. <laughs> well, none of us are the yeah. disciples. Yeah. Only the disciples were. Only the disciples, yeah, yeah. yeah. We are called to be disciples, though. Does it mean, like, for me, it made me think, like, if... When Jesus said, like, for the disciples, like, not for the disciples, but when he told the people to be, like, children coming to God, do you guys think, like, the disciples were like, oh, wait, you, like, because he wanted the kids and they were trying to keep the kids from him. Do you guys ever think, like, that, like, that's what I get to. Like, my mind's like, oh, what were the disciples thinking? Or, like, what's going on? Yeah, I think it's interesting because it's like, to us, we just read it and we see it and we're like, okay, well, this is what we think it means from it but to them they were actually living in the moment of it so it's like well how do they rationalize what they hear from jesus and yeah Mm -hmm. i mean the ones who just took the kids away and he's like no no no, give me my kids yeah when it's like even for my lesson my story has to do with uh jesus and nicodemus interacting and it's like uh nicodemus tried to use logic to understand what jesus was saying but the thing is is logic doesn't always apply to what God says because, I mean, God is supernatural. He can make all things happen. It's not like he's limited to what we can perceive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, also just imagine being a disciple, right? And you just see this random, or not being a disciple at the time, but imagine being us, right? And you have this random person come up to you and just tells you to drop everything and follow him. Yeah. Right? True. That's like the weirdest part about it to me. And, and they uh, just did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they did it. They actually did, which which kind of legitimizes like the entire story of the Bible is that there you had these people that were around our age that was able to just drop everything and follow this person yeah. having this mm-hmm. like childlike yeah. persistence. Mm-hmm. So. Well, it's like, I mean, yeah, it may have been more common back there or back then, but still it's like if I, I believe they had never met him and it's like, well, Usually, if you're going to follow someone or be an yeah. apprentice to someone, you're going to want to know them first. But Jesus was just like, follow me. And they're yeah. like, all right. And, I bet. They would yeah. have dropped everything. They would have a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, what, didn't one of them have a wife? Uh, who was maybe. It? Maybe. I, I don't remember, to be completely but, like, honest. That's but, like even yeah. a job. Like 
back then that was important for them mm-hmm. to work yeah to live that's their yeah, living true. they dropped everything like i don't know if we i mean i don't know today if we can say like, i mean we should be able to but uh, like it's so hard to think like today dropping every single thing that we have everything we belong everything we care for and just god and god alone yeah mm-hmm. so going back to your lesson um I think we should cover a couple of, like, the questions that we asked them uh, and then see where that leads. So the first one was, what do you think the benefits are of separating young people and adults at church? So for us, right, we, again, we just went through the phase of being the child, being in youth and all that, and now we're moving towards the older age classes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Like we're still separated, yeah. 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 We're not yeah, yeah, we yeah. are. But we're not yet adults, but yeah. we're not. Mm-hmm. We're young well, adults. We're we're young adults. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think there were good points brought up during this, and I think one of the biggest benefits of the separation is that not everything that's applicable to adults is applicable to yeah. children. They're going to have different struggles. And, yes, adults may have been through that already, but... They may be. It may have been a different situation than what the child went through. So, what are y'all's thoughts on some other benefits of this? I mean, aside, this is more of like a side note to what mm-hmm. you just said than answering the question. Moreover, I think that just because we're going through something different than the child is doesn't delegitimize that what the child's going yes, through. Yes, very true. Yeah. Very yeah. true. You know, because a lot of people, like at least I've I've experienced it before, mm-hmm. right? I always used to think as a child, you know, hey, I'm a child. The things I'm going through aren't as important as, you yeah. know, what, yeah. a, what an adult goes through, you know. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, some parents will say that and stuff like that. But you have to realize that the things that you're going through, you're going through that for a reason. Mm-hmm. Certain time, certain place. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah, that's just a, a side note. I definitely so. agree with what you said. I mean, it's hard if a two-year-old was sitting through a marriage adult comp. I mean, that's hard, you know? The two-year-old would be like, oh, you mean me, little Johnny? That's great, you know? No. It's cool, though, because, like, when you have, like, the, the classes and, you know, groups of younger kids, you always need somebody that's, like, in a, a different phase of their life to yeah. help with yeah. that group or whatever. Yeah, it's 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 cool, too, like, when you have older people, like, working with younger kids because they're, like, either they have their own. And, I mean, mm-hmm. for me being not an adult yet but being younger and working with some of the TOTS kids we have here, it's so cool to see, like, oh, my goodness, a few years ago I was as little <laughs> as you. And then just seeing them grow is such a cool thing, too, because they're at a point where they think everything – like, you repeat something to them. They're like, I'm either taking this and riding with it, or I'm going to forget everything you just said in two seconds. <laughs> yeah. And, like, when we're doing, like, lessons down there, it's crazy because they they take things, like, if, if you make it interesting and you make it really lively, they're like, oh, my goodness, you're amazing. I'm listening. But, like, the different ways you have to teach a kid are so different than you have to teach an adult. And I think that's, like, that's the one good thing about separating is the type of way you teach mm-hmm. is so good like with youth like Paul does with them he can relate to them in certain senses and even talk to them in certain different ways that they can like oh my goodness they'll be as lively as a kid doing they're like oh my goodness this is so great and they want to soak it all in in the same way with a kid or an adult if you teach an adult a certain way and giving them certain ways they can understand true mm-hmm. yeah I think it's cool because like you you have to be able to see 
whatever topic you're talking about from the other group's perspective. Yeah. yeah. So like if you're teaching toddlers, you gotta sort of think of it like how they would think yeah. of it or whatever. Yeah, how they'd take it in. In school. And it's also interesting, like, because it can't happen the other way where you have, like, a younger person teaching, you know, older people. Yeah. Like, I know. Yeah, Luke, I've had that before, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Luke taught, um, what was it? Uh, um, men's breakfast. Yeah, he gave the I was totally devotional. Kidding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very interesting because, you, again, you have to think about the mindset of, oh, wow, okay, I, they're going through something different than I am, mm-hmm. even though they're older. So. Yeah. And you can make it more boring and they'll be okay with it. Yeah, that, that's. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Moving on to the other side of that question, uh, what do you think the downside could be of separating younger people and adults at church? It'd be, I mean, the adults wouldn't be able to see kind of like how the young people, some of the things they're going through. Mm -hmm. Like if parents and a kid are in the same group, the parent, the kid may not share as much as they would if they were in their own aged group either. Yeah. And like... The parent wouldn't be able to see, oh my goodness, my kid actually knows this, or my kid is going through this. Mm-hmm. Or the like, the the kid wouldn't be like, oh my goodness, my parent actually isn't talking, they're listening. Or like, oh, I mean. So, so basically, like, it kind of goes into the thing which Isaiah covered in the lesson, and we covered in the small groups, which is like, uh, children a lot of times feel like they get overlooked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that is a downside in... I don't know if it's as big a deal in our church compared to other churches because I know Bo and Paul and Liz try to do a good job of putting the kids out there and making sure that people actually recognize them and what they do. Mm-hmm. But children, like the lesson talks about sometimes, they feel like that they're overlooked or looked down upon or that they don't matter as much as someone else. And I think that's a real thing and it is an issue. I think. Another downside to it is that if you have the younger people with the adults, like we do in the youths a lot of times, is you can get mentorship from someone older, right? Like we have Mike Bush in the youth right now, and Mike has been great within the youth. I think he was a great mentor for me while I was in the youth. I still talk to him every time I see him. I mean, yeah, it's a good relationship, and I think it's really helpful for someone who's younger to look up and see someone who's been through stuff in their life and be like, okay, I can go to them if I need help, or this is how they dealt with it, and just to build upon themselves through that other person. The girls can definitely say the same, like when Jane was there. It was so good to be able to see, like, a a female role model just there Mm -hmm. for you. Like, oh, my goodness, she knows, like, things about life that I haven't gone through yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, we learn off of each other's past experiences, and being able to share those past experiences is the best way for to help other people mm-hmm. grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Yeah. Especially when they've helped you grow. Like, you've gone through something in life, and, like, it wasn't just like a, oh, this happened, you took it, and you, you grew with it. Yeah, you applied it to your life. Mm-hmm. Application. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> Application. All right, well... <laughs> That is all we have for today. Um, We hope that you guys enjoyed this, and we'll come back to listen to our next one. Next week, we will have Luke talking about his lesson, because he is giving his tomorrow night at youth. Oh, Jesus loves the poor. (laughs) Don't spoil it. Imagine you never heard that, okay? Um, None of the people watching this anyway will be fine. (laughs) (laughs) 
It'll yeah, come out after he speaks on it. So It might, yeah. But, yeah, so we will be back again next week with Luke hearing his insight, talk about his lesson. So we hope that you all enjoyed this and have a great week. See you later. Thank you, Bye. bye. See you later. <laughs>